AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Automatically keeps out the sounds you don't want to hear so you can listen to your music. And lowers your music to let in the sounds you do need to hear. Hi there. Hi, what can I get you? I'll have a strawberry mango coconut probiotic smoothie with wheatgrass. Anything else? Extra wheatgrass. Here you go. AirPods Pro with adaptive audio. Available on AirPods Pro second generation when enabled. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Welcome to Movie Crush, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey everybody, welcome to Movie Crush Mini Crush. Noel is in his basement. I am in my basement. We are not weird incels. Oh, that's definitely not that, but Chuck, I don't have a basement, man. No, I know. I'm looking I can't at afford your... a basement. That's your bedroom, right? That's my bedroom, yeah. Is that your uh is that your like studio room too, I guess? Yeah. I'm sitting at my desk with all my studio stuff. Yeah. Surrounded by my, my toys. You're getting out of your bedroom though, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe. Come on, Noel. Don't just stay in there. That's depressing. No, I'm not. I, I cook a lot, Chuck, and I play video games uh, in my living room, and I've been playing board games. You ever played the board game Pandemic? <laughs> really pretty appropriate right now. Uh, learned to play it with my daughter right before, not right before, but you know, maybe three or four months before all this stuff went down, and it really taught us how these things can spread. It teaches you about vectors and mm-hmm. how it can spread across you know, borders through travel and all this stuff, and uh, really interesting game. We played it the other day. It felt a little on the nose, but uh, it was fun. It's a fun game. It's a cooperative game, which is nice. Yes, you know, I played Pandemic for the first time about, uh, I guess it was last fall, um, and I did not enjoy it because of the situation of, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say too much here. It, it just didn't work out with the people I was playing with. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. Why? Because they were dummies? Were they doing a bad job? No. Uh, I think the, the cooperative aspect was lost on some of the players and it became more of a, I figured out the best way, do it how I say to do it. Oh, that's no that's no good at all. It, no it needs to bueno. be in the in the spirit of working together. Yes. And helping each other and giving a good good advice. I mean, you know, you could take it. It's sort of like have you ever been done an escape room, Chuck? Uh I have done that once with uh Janet Varney and a bunch of people. 
Was there that one asshole in the group that thought they knew the best way and, and, and wouldn't shut up about it? No, it was great fun because it was uh, me and my buddy Scotty who's been on the show and then Janet and her great boyfriend Brandon and then most of the cast of her TV show um, or, or some of the cast of her TV show uh, that she was doing here in Atlanta. So we um, doing it with a bunch of actors was fun and a bunch of funny comedians was fun because Janet is a... Uh, is a producing taskmaster like she mm-hmm, mm-hmm. she knew the best way so she was the leader but in a great janet varney you just love her to death sort of way that's great i did it once and there was uh the problem in particular was this 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 one uh participant was very vocal about you know oh it's, it's this way this is how we do it. this is the order we do it but she was always wrong yeah <laughs> and continued to push as though she were right. And everyone was getting frustrated because you're like, you got this type A personality and right. you're like trying to corral all of us, but you're an idiot. Yeah, Janet is the best type of type A. Uh, oh. She she was wonderful and so much fun. And all I felt bad because uh, Scotty and I just cracked jokes the whole time and did not offer a lot except uh, support, you know? Well, that's all. You, sometimes that's, that's, a, that's an important role in the squad. We got out. Support. We escaped that goddamn room. Glad to hear it, Chuck. We didn't die in there. I know. I would have missed you. Because you know that's what happened. in the escape room. Oh, the, yeah, exactly. It's like Saw movies. <laughs> the, the walls close in on you, and they, you know, lasers dissect you. You ever seen that movie Cube? Remember Cube? Chuck? I remember Cube. Sure, I saw that movie. I, I enjoyed Cube. There's a new one on Netflix now that's called The Platform that people are saying is kind of Cube-esque. I've heard it's of a it. Spanish film. I'd like to watch it. Yeah. I heard it was pretty, pretty good. I'll check out the platform. No, it looks like your hair is long because of your hoodie. Mm-hmm. I'm in full Unabomber mode, Chuck. And <laughs> no, really, yeah. You didn't even comment that I shaved my fucking head. You know, Chuck, I didn't. It's <laughs> it, the lighting makes it just look like you're maybe balding a little bit. Let me see the sides. I see it now. It looks good. It looks good. Yeah, I got bored the other day and I was a little hot, so I was like, you know what? It's yeah. coming off. I, you know, this is, now's the time to do it. Grow a stash. Do that weird hairstyle you right. always wanted to try, but we're too afraid to trot out in public. You know, now is the time, everybody. Try out that new personality. Uh, all right, Noel. Here's what we did. Uh, we decided to do a little quarantine haikuing. So haiku theater quarantine style, and these are pretty dang good. So if you haven't seen these, go check them out, everyone. We're going to start out mm-hmm. with Melinda Bacalao, one of our old friends, says this. We still have to work at hospitals and publics. Wash your hands, people. Okay. Good one. That's a good cautionary haiku. It is. Uh, Our oldest of pals, uh, Rebecca Robe, says this. Hulu and Netflix, Amazon and early releases, nothing left to watch. That's a sad one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're streaming all day, every day, I would I would find a way to break that streaming up. Take a walk, you know, do some burpees or something. You know, (laughs) you need to make you need to make that make those services last. I have a beef with these early releases, though, Chuck. They're really expensive. They're like twenty five bucks to watch a movie one time. Yeah. Release on a small screen. I think the uh, rationale from them is you get your it's cheaper than a bunch of people going to the movie. So. Um, we'll release it as if it were in the theaters and you're still getting a deal because it's cheaper than two people going to a movie. That's a good point. If you're, and, and, you know, you could conceivably have, you know, your whole family watch it. No, get 18 people together. Well, never mind. That's, that's not bad social advice. distancing. <laughs> yeah, that's that's bad advice. 
Uh, all right, let me see here. Dylan Thomas, our old friend and master poet, says, being essential means not getting to stay home, even though you should. I'm sorry to hear that, Dylan. Stay safe, my friend. Totally. Uh, Vanessa Lopez, one of our oldest friends, says, what day is today? I'm going to try shower beer. Should have bought Zoom stock. <laughs> Everyone's Zooming, Noel. It's true, all these Zoomers. You know, my daughter's... Uh, very sad situation. My daughter's uh, pre-K was shut down, and they laid off the staff, and all those sweet little kids had no uh, nowhere to go. And so the parents got together, and they got their two teachers, uh, Miss Becca and Mr. James, and we set up their Venmo, and the parents are all chipping in for two days a week to do – they have their morning meeting every day, and they're having their morning meeting now on Zoom and getting to watch – Ruby with these other little kids in their houses interacting again is everything. That's wonderful, dude. It's the best. It's My daughter's been, thing. she's got this like children's class. It's called like, I, I think I told you like uh, some of her friends are members of the Baha'i faith, which is kind of like a interfaith kind of, you know, it's a religion, but it's also just sort of a philosophy. And uh, it's very, very nice. All the kids that are part of this are just lovely, really well behaved, really wow. thoughtful. They do a lot of stuff in the community. They do a lot of like, you know, community service and volunteer work. And uh, she, you know, it is religious and, and we're not religious parents. So we don't push that on her, but she she likes it for the community aspect of it. Um, yeah. And they, they do this thing they call a children's class where they'll do like crafts and, you know, different projects and all these kids working together. And they've continued doing that over Zoom. And she loves it. She's really, it's just all the kids are the best. Yeah. And also her teacher is doing Zoom meetings three times a week just to make sure the kids are keeping up because mm -hmm. initially she just gave us this pile of paper in this folder, which again, really? she she met us out at the library. It was very like, you know, the dead drop of schoolwork, you know, uh -huh. like getting it, you know, <laughs> like tuck and roll. Uh, and it was just a lot, you know, like there was really no rhyme or reason. It was all kind of like, just it seemed like uh, overwhelming. And so she's been like really keeping the kids on track and that's there's great. some school, there's some online components as well, but uh, really appreciate any teachers that are, you know, really staying after their kids, yeah, you know, man. and like, and uh, make sure that this is, there's some normalcy maintained during this craziness. Absolutely. And you know, Noel, I've talked a lot about growing up religious and uh, how I have uh, got to college and turned my back on that stuff. And I poo poo it a lot, but you know what? I was, uh, had a lot of great times in church youth group growing up. And looking back, it really, um, it was good, clean fun, kept me out of trouble, kept me on a, the straight and narrow uh, until I got to college and became a complete derelict. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I enjoyed the youth group stuff as well. Uh, it was fun. You can eat as many tacos as you, as your heart desires, you know, and, and, and that's. Did you they have tacos have, in youth group? They had tacos at our youth group. Yeah. We had taco wow. night. We didn't have taco night. Wow, wow. Pool parties and stuff. You're missing out. Uh, just don't get caught making out with a girl, man. Ooh, boy. Big trouble. Shame the hell out of you? Yeah, dude. It was the worst. Yeah. That, that's the that's the downside. Oh, big time. But, man, we don't need to go down that hole, do we? <laughs> no, we do not. <laughs> All right. Let's do some more haiku in here. Rob Tolleson says, stuck at home from work, caught up on stuff you should know, need more Josh and Chuck. Thank you. That's sweet. I love it. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Matthew Fober says this. I live on a farm, a farm in Haiku, Maui, far from anyone. Jeez, that sounds great. 
live on a farm in fucking Hawaii and all. Dude, I don't think I told you this. That is amazing. And there's a reason I'm telling you this now. Um, did I tell you that I talked to Todd Rungren on the phone for a solid hour? <laughs> what? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Does he live on a farm? He lives in Hawaii. Oh, God. What did you talk about? Lots of stuff. Are we doing something with him? Can you talk about it? I I, I really want to. Okay. Uh, I can't. I really want to. Um, I, I really want to make it happen, but he's got a real cool idea. That's awesome. You know, I uh, got hooked up via email to Bonnie Prince Billy, um, one of my all-time heroes on planet Earth, and I emailed him and told him that uh, I wanted to get him on Movie Crush, but I also said, it was like, you know, man, if you ever had a hankering to do anything in the podcast world, I said it could be performance, it could be something on songwriting, it could be whatever the fuck you wanted. I was like, we would be interested in that. Awesome. Have not heard back. That's okay. He's a he's a he's an odd cat. Uh, he's also one of my favorites. God, love that guy. Love that guy. Yeah, but he did tell me to email him, so I did get an email from him saying, "Yeah, man, hit me up." And when I hit him up, I haven't heard back. So that uh, you know, everyone's busy right now. He's got a, he's got a small baby. Oh, he does. I didn't know that. He does. He's got a little one. Um. All right, Jeff Noel, one of our old friends, says this: If I get this thing, I'm totally gonna die. Stay away from me. And then uh, he notes that he's super high risk. So, uh, Jeff, be especially careful, my friend. I'm sure you are. Yeah. Uh, let me yeah. See. Yeah. What? You got something on that? No, no. Just that it's so scary because it's, it's so like, you know, the statistics are so misleading. It's hard. To, and like, you know, you'll see stories about young people dying and uh, you you assume, oh, I guess everyone's. Uh, fair game, but it really typically is more immunocompromised people or people mm -hmm. with like a pre-existing health condition. But then you think maybe it's not. Maybe we just don't know enough about the thing to make the right I assessment. Know. But the key is not to overread and not to overthink it and just to kind of like just do the things you can do and control the things you can control in your own life and not let it eat you alive, you know, because it will if you really just keep reloading that, you know, count of like cases and in the news and all of that stuff, you know. That's right. And, you know, um, everyone needs to do the right thing right now. But you, you should also know that if you are uh, not high risk and if you are um, then you have a, a I think it's at like ninety nine point four percent chance of living, even if you get it. So people need to keep that in mind. Um, and obviously, if you're high risk, that is super scary. And our thoughts are really, really, really with you. But um, but. Uh, if you're not high risk, don't don't live in fear that the boogeyman is going to come and kill you. You know, same with children. Like, I think we've seen a very small handful of cases where children, you know, had a hard time. Uh -huh. And that was largely because of immunocompromised, you know, yeah. children. That's obviously a thing. Um, but typically, I think children are not being affected uh it's, it's not something that we're seeing like a ton of cases with children it's mainly adolescents and then adults yeah i'm with you man uh let me see here our oldest of friends Kristen glenkister says this hubs is essential not much tv binging here work from home with cats cats is capitalized i wonder if she means she's just playing that movie on repeat that's enough to drive anybody insane <laughs> Uh, Nick Kelly says this, I just want the gym. I don't like to run outside. I miss the treadmill. Yeah. And that's, that's tough stuff, Nick. I know that people that are gym rats are, are having a tough time. 
our oldest friends, uh, Gail, the danger oven Kunt says this, don't cough on money. Money is gross already. I'm not asking twice. <laughs> yeah, like luckily it. it's, a, it's a largely cash-free world we live in these days. I'm not touching any dollar bills. Yeah, even, even drug dealers take Venmo now. <laughs> That's good. That is good to know. Uh, let me see here. Amina Stemeyer says, Mandalorian. Is that Amy Sedaris? Killing yeah, it, it is. with wig? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> that is Amy Sedaris. I heard uh, uh, Rosario Dawson is on the next season. I, I saw that, too. I also saw an article my buddy Kevin uh, uh, sent me. He's in this really fantastic band I think you'd like a lot, Chuck, called um, Kyle Craft and Showboat Honey. They're on Sub Pop, and he reached out to me a couple of years ago um, as a fan of the shows, and we've become, you know, normal human friends and stay in touch a lot. But he sent me this article about how Werner Herzog apparently doesn't find dogs cute. <laughs> of course he doesn't. <laughs> what he's could like, be cute he, about an animal that licks its own butthole? Exactly. He's like, that is not the word I would use to describe a dog. <laughs> oh, man. I love Fun it. Fun stuff. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual-wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024, so get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bear Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at the Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. All right, we're going to move on from the haikus just because we're uh, we got a clock here that we have to abide by. Because Noel, you've got other work to do. I got some stuff. I can push it around, Chuck. You're you're my priority. Oh man, 
Uh, but we are going to move on regardless, Noel, because I just ask for positives uh, that people have in their life right now because mm. um, things are weird right now, but there are positives. Like I am getting, and you know, I we get to work from home some as it is. And so I'm a, I'm a dad that gets to spend a lot of time with my daughter anyway. So it's not like I work 40 hours a week in an office and I see her in the morning and at night and that's it. But having said that, I'm getting to spend 24-7 with my daughter right now and my wife. And uh, I'm cooking again and like we're going on family walks every day in the evening. And it's really been kind of great in a lot of ways. What about you? Uh, the music stuff has been great. Like I'm, I'm rediscovering how much I love doing it and how kind of good I am at it. And uh, not to like toot my own horn or anything. It's just a, when you get, uh, your chops back or your mojo back from a thing that you used to do that you kind of let lapse, uh, it's a really empowering feeling. Uh, not that I'm like great or anything, but like I enjoy it and I find it fulfilling and just working on this silly song we're doing together. Like it's not, not, it's not silly. It's just like, you know, it's, it's a very quick turnaround kind of like project or it's the one yeah exactly uh it's been just really really wonderful and um that and and just you know uh cooking a lot i've been trying a lot of new recipes getting i've I've always been a fan of cooking but been doing a lot of like indian stuff and trying to like make my food like go as far as possible totally not waste anything and like freeze things like make soups and freeze parts Mm -hmm. of it and you know save it for later and uh yeah just that feels good too when you live like a, a a good frugal kind of thoughtful life where you're not being wasteful that's a good feeling too so totally man like i that. think i think people are doing that right now all over the place uh paying attention to how much toilet paper they use taking a, you know into consideration waste like they have never before and that's a great great positive thing good all good i'm gonna you, say is thank god i have a bidet uh because <laughs> we ran out of toilet paper about two days ago and <laughs> they don't you? have any anywhere around here it's nuts we have like we were down to one box of kleenex is it still a th- thing with the toilet paper? Yes, dude. Yes. When is that going to change? Like, I don't know. Supply is it the word chain. out by now that it's not a big deal? I guess so. But like I, I went to Publix the other day. I went to Kroger the other day. Just a quick walkthrough. And the shelves are just decimated. There's nothing. Mm-hmm. There's no hand sanitizer. There's no uh, you know, Lysol disinfectant spray. I've been using Instacart a little bit, the, the grocery delivery sure. thing. And, and it lets you browse available stock. And nothing. nothing. You search for toilet paper. You search for Lysol. It gives you like other recommendations. How funny is it when you search for toilet paper and it serves you up with paper plates? Like, come on, give me a break. Yeah, agreed. You're gonna be wiping your ass with paper plates soon. I think so. <laughs> All right, let's start off some positivity here. Noel Dan Floyd says, "I run a to-go only bakery as the sole employee, and I had my most profitable March ever in four years." Uh, not only is the community coming out to make sure I can pay the bills, but people are also looking for treats to lift their spirits while stuck at home. That is great, Dan. Oh, man. Really I love great. hearing that. People are trying to save these small businesses, man. My wife's one of them. Scary stuff out there right now. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Kristen Satterly Pomazel, is that how I'm going to say it? Top fan, old pal, says this. I've had time to reach my 16-year-old daughter. Uh, teach, sorry. Uh, how to drive a manual transmission. That's fun. That is fun. I still don't know how. No. Seriously? I, I, I've never had occasion to. I've never even known anyone that had one. What, what am I going to just go seek out a manual car just to learn? Like, I've never been around to one of those cars, you know? That is exactly what you need to do, Noel. You know why? 
Is it about the apocalypse? It, it's about in case of an emergency, you should be able okay, to drive a, a, a car. All right. You're right. You're right. I'll get not, right I'm not going to shame you for it, but everyone needs to learn how to drive a stick shift. And you could probably really fuck up a transmission and still get that car going. <laughs> you know? You could do some it's gear. an emergency after all. Yeah. You, you could do some gear grinding, I imagine, and get it going. But uh, it's plus, it's fucking fun, man. Driving a, I bet it is. Yeah, I bet it is. A lot of fun. I miss it. Uh, Karen Weber says, my introverted daughter's current contentment. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, for introverts and germaphobes, well, for germaphobes, it's super scary. But for introverts and agoraphobes, uh, I imagine that you're you're doing a little bit better than the extrovert. It's true. I'm sort of a combo. I'm sort of an extroverted introvert. So I, I can make both of them work pretty well. But I do like being around people. I don't like being completely alone for too long. I enjoy people's company. I'm a bit of a mix of both. Um, I, I am an extrovert, and I certainly love being around people, but if it really came down where I never could leave the house again, but I could have all the stuff that I like, I'd be okay. Same, same. Though the staying home part doesn't bother me at all. It's the forced isolation and the idea that I have to question whether it's okay to go outside or like, you know, I, I've had a friend over and we stayed on the porch and sat across, you know, seven feet apart from each other and just had like a little porch drink. But even that I'm questioning, is that stupid? You know, and I'm trying to be even more thoughtful about that. But, um, it's the uncertainty that bothers me. I like staying home. Uh, I quite enjoy my house and my, all my cool stuff that I have. I well, you got it. a nice looking room, Noel. I would want to hey, be thanks. in there with you. Oh, appreciate it. You're you're invited anytime, my friend. You could do some man loving. Let's do it. <laughs> hey, now's the time to try new stuff, right? I completely agree. New haircuts, <laughs> new uh, positions, sure. whatever you got. Mm -hmm. uh, Megan Carroll, one of our old friends, says, I've talked with people I haven't spoken with in years, and I'm getting more creative with my cooking. <clears throat> talked to my neighbors more in the past two weeks than I've talked to the whole year before, and I'm getting better entertaining my daughter. That is great, Megan. I love hearing that. Uh, really quickly, just want to just give you guys an apocalypse recipe. You can take a box of powder macaroni and cheese, and if you saute separately in another pan some garlic and onions and maybe a little chopped red pepper or mm -hmm. any other little shits you have laying around, and then you make the mac and cheese, <laughs> and then you and maybe mushrooms like some sauteed mushrooms with garlic and mm -hmm. a little bit of olive oil. Toss that in. Oh, bacon. Also, you need bacon. Then you toss that into your powdered mac and cheese. Add a little bit of milk, and you've got yourself fancy mac and cheese <laughs> that's good stuff Noel. i love it fancy mac it and there. cheese and you know if, if if you're baking it and you had some other cheese like some manchego or smoked gouda to kind of put, put it that on, on top, top mm -hmm. get a little crust going yep gotta have that crust Noel. that's a good idea chuck for breadcrumbs yep yep yep, yep. some uh some panko or some uh panko italian sure. italian uh breadcrumbs yep yeah that's a great idea uh, oldest of pal, Rebecca Robe. Always love reading uh, what you have to say. I've spent more time with my husband in the last month than the whole last 12 years we've been together, and we actually like each other. <laughs> Who knew? Yeah, that's great. You know, with marriage and stuff, it, it's uh, there's an ebb and a flow. Emily and I are having a great time. We've also gone at it a couple of times, and it's just the nature of the beast when you're when you're trapped with folks, and it's all good, everybody. You know, give give everyone a break, and and know that there are going to be some tough times through all this, but that too shall pass. Uh, KBO. Shall. Uh, Kelly Butler Olson just bought my first house. Kind of a great time to pack and move and clean and build furniture. Not a lot mm. else to do in my free time. 
Uh, also, I still have my job and a paycheck, which is awesome. And my birthday is tomorrow. So I think I posted this yesterday. So that means today's your birthday, Kelly. So happy birthday. It's my brother's birthday, too. Very cool. So if it is indeed April 1st, you share a birthday with the best big brother in the history of the world. Uh, Vanessa Cashman, one of the Vanessa squad, says, I have time to organize and get to things I've been putting off because I feel like there's never time. You know, Noel, that's been a big one is people have time now and they're doing things they they are uh, weren't able to do or didn't think they were able to do. Like, even though they may have had the time, it's hard to make the time, but now you have the time. Well, and also like social stuff. I, I'm obviously, I'm a very social person and I go to a lot of events and a lot of like concerts and I love going out with friends and hanging out at the bar and happy houring and all that stuff. Yeah. But you realize there's this certain FOMO thing, this trap that we fall into where it's like, I got to go to this thing. I got to do this thing. I got to go to the thing. And now with all that kind of stripped away, it really makes you realize how superfluous a lot of those things are and yeah. how it's really nice to just be able to like take time for yourself and just stay home and like do some cooking or work on a project and not always feel like you're pulled in 10 different directions all that yeah. at least for me that's been my experience and i've been liking that aspect of it i think after all this is, is over i'm not just going to immediately while out and go to every concert and all the bars all the time i think i'm going to have a, a a renewed appreciation for this kind of solitary time honestly yeah, I think hopefully what happens is we all come out of this a little bit better in some way. And if and if 50% of the people in the world come out of this 5% better, that's pretty huge, you know? What's the math on that, Chuck? Oh, 50%, 5% better? <laughs> that's all. <laughs> oh. I want to know of total percentage of betterness. <laughs> what What is it from uh, Anchorman? Like... Seventy percent of the time, it works every time, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I can't remember the percentage. I don't know. I don't know either. Uh, Jonathan P. Zapansky says this: playing Dungeons and Dragons online with my godson. That's nice. That is nice. Uh, Kuntz, the old danger oven, says this: I get to see Mark a lot more. Uh, Mark is her husband, who is also wonderful. So that's awesome. And since I'm still newish as manager at a restaurant, oh, Kuntz, I didn't know that was going on. Well, I'm glad to hear that because your previous job was uh, there were some problems there. So I'm really, really glad to know. Um, newish as a manager at a restaurant, I've had my first uh, go at crazy business. We're not usually busy this time of year. This past weekend was bonkers and actually handled it well. So it's been a big confidence boost. That's, that's great. huge. That's huge. When you get a little win like that and you feel oh. yourself, you know, that's always really nice. Well, somebody just broke into the studio. Do you want to come in and say hi? No, you got to come in on this side. That microphone's turned off. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Just get up here real quick and just say hi to everybody. Hi. Say hi to Noel. <laughs> See Noel right there? Hi, Noel. Hey. How and are you, Ruby? Ruby, since you just broke in, um, we're talking about positive things about being all locked up here during the virus. What What one big fun thing have you had happen? What's been fun for you? Watching TV. Watching TV? Yeah. What have you enjoyed watching? PJ Mask. PJ Mask. Has that been a good thing? Have you liked having <gasps> mommy and daddy around all the time? Yeah? You got anything else to say? Because I got to kick you out because we got to finish. Do you want to say goodbye to everybody again? Bye. All right. Goodbye. <laughs>
Okay, the, well, that was fun. The kids, the kids love PJ Mask. Chuck, they do. Uh, Estelle, Bye, Eden's uh, Eden's sister, uh, Estelle, is is actually right around the same age as Ruby. She loves some PJ Mask. It is to be loved. It's great. It's little superhero kids protecting their city. I heard that little door creaking open. I was like, I know who that is. <laughs> that was that warmed the cockles of my cold dark heart i know noel you don't have your daughter right now maybe i'll just you and ruby can facetime <laughs> hey you know i can it's it's all good we should uh, we should do like a zoom with like the kids it'll be fun that would be fun we should do that yeah. uh jamie erman says time with my wife we've been married for almost 20 years and we never get tired of each other i'm with you buddy i uh emily and i are best buds so it's it's good to be in quarantine with your best friend it is the best uh let me see here uh, Tessa C. Aaron's thinking about how the environment is benefiting. Boy, Tessa, you are on the ball there. Have you seen all this stuff, Noel? Yeah, the stats about the emissions going down oh, and people God. not being on the roads. I, I, you know, we're so caught up in like how it's affecting us that we're not even thinking about that. Let's. I want to hear more about this, Chuck. Give, give me some stats. I love this. Well, I don't have any stats, but I did see things like the canals in Venice or uh, Italy are running clear for the first time in a long and time. And dolphins, dolphins are, yep. are in the canals, right? Dolphins yeah. are in the canals. Um, you know, Emily talked early on about this. It's almost like the the earth had a fever and was self-correcting or something. And uh, I don't get too metaphysical with that kind of thing. But um, it is interesting. It's an interesting little thought experiment to think about, you know. It really is. Humans with the um, disease, Noel. <laughs> yeah, you know, and there's it's, it's, it's gotten so prevalent that that's almost become like sort of like a, oh, you're so deep thinking, like, you know, like it's it's definitely something that we've uh, thought about before in the past. But like, it's true, dude. It's true. I know. I mean, industry is a rapacious, horrible thing for the planet. And it feels like more now than ever, like people just politicians just don't care or at least yeah. the ones that are actually making the decisions and all the rollback of EPA guidelines I mean maybe this is something of a course correction uh, I don't know again I'm like you I don't know if I can ascribe some kind of greater meaning to it but it certainly seems to happen at the right time and politically it seems happening happening in an interesting time to maybe course correct some of the crazy political fuckery we've been dealing with you know well, Noel, that's a great segue, my friend, because we're going to finish up. And by the way, we're going to that positive stuff is so great. We're going to keep doing those every time we record and reading more of those because it really is is wonderful to see. So we're going to leave that up. Add your positives right now to the Movie Crush page. And we're going to finish up, Noel, uh, with something not really political. But I asked everyone, what fictional movie president would be the best one to get us through this tough time and why? So if you've got one, name it. But uh I'll let you think if you need some time and read some of these. Do you know one? Um, I always really liked uh, the president from Independence Day. Uh, well, there's a bunch of people here talking about Bill Pullman. Yeah, Bill Pullman. That's the one. Yeah. He just had a. I like the cut of his jib, and he was a very human president. I like. He, you know, he could relate to to the real people. I think so. Bill Pullman is an everyman, and it was kind of nice to see. Uh, even though I didn't really love that movie, he was he was good. So we're going to start off with Richard Marcel, says Jed Bartlett from the West Wing. So smart and so committed to the public good. And, uh, and is that Martin Sheen? Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen that show. People love that show. Swear by it. I didn't see it either. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I Maybe I'll check it out. Uh, you know, I have my Aaron Sorkin issues. Uh, he what, certainly, did he just... Yeah, good. I don't know, man. Just to... I like writing that sounds realistic and believable, and his always sounds like writing to me. Right. Like, no one talks like people talk on his shows and movies, but I get it. He's doing the Aaron Sorkin thing. 
It's fine. It's true. He's very Sorkin-y. It all <laughs> sounds like it was, you know, coming from the mind of Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, totally. Uh, William Ami says Michael uh, Ame says Michael Douglas and an American president because he weighs difficult decisions carefully and weighs on him when those decisions uh, decisions lead to death. Boy, that'd be nice. Uh, another vote from Vanessa Lopez for President Bartlett from West Wing. Uh, Jeff Moore says Abraham Lincoln and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I like it. It is funny. Yeah. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Zach Shooping says might not be the best, but as far as comedic presidents go, Terry Crews as President Camacho in Idiocracy would have been hysterical. Totally. <laughs> Such a good one. Such a prescient movie, as it turned out. Yeah. Uh, old friend Christopher Steiner says, don't remember what movie, but uh, Morgan Freeman was the president in one, and he could make a Sharknado apocalypse sound calming. That was, uh, I think, Deep Impact, right? That sounds right. It was either that or the other one about the asteroid. Uh, Armageddon? Uh, asteroid, the movie? I think it was Deep Impact. Yeah, I think you're I right. I think so. Uh, there, there were a few like parallel disaster movies that came out around the same time. You had like Armageddon and Deep Impact, and then you had like I think there were like two volcano type movies uh-huh. uh, around the same time. I don't know. It's a thing that you see. Every Dante's you wonder, Peak and uh, and yeah, uh, volcano. I Vol- think. Volcano, <laughs> exactly. The movie, uh, the ride. Uh, yeah, you got to wonder if that's just like something in the air. Is is there is there knowledge? Is it sort of like you know? reverse engineering like you know uh, a product and then coming out with it at the same time to compete with the other one or what do you think you think it's just a coincidence well no i've actually thought a lot about this believe it or not okay uh i predicted the comeback of the disaster film uh way 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 back when it happened there was one that came out i can't remember which the first one was and when that came out i went holy shit the disaster movie was such a staple of 70s cinema and I was like, I bet you anything, there's going to be an onslaught of these things now. And sure enough, there was an onslaught. So I think what you said is sort of all those things you said are correct. I think studios are developing things. They hear about like the new hot thing. Uh, the first one that came out did well enough. And so they start a race to get their projects out. And there are only so many disasters to befall. So you're going to have a couple of volcanoes. You're going to have a couple of meteors. There wasn't, I don't think, like a towering inferno type of thing. Is that where you're escaping from the building that's collapsing? Is that the deal? Yeah, Towering Inferno was a a 70s movie. And these 70s disaster movies just had these huge, huge casts, uh, like, you know, 10 or 12 big stars in them. Um, uh, uh, Poseidon Adventure, they actually remade that, I think. Uh, That was the one where the boat, the ship flipped upside down and everyone was trapped in it. Yeah, Titanic. That was great. But I'll tell you, there was room for more than one person on that fucking door. Ah, oh, the door. She didn't love him that much. I mean, really? She uh, just had to, <laughs> he had to be able to splay out on the door? Come on, it. man. I mean, they could have had sex on that door. It was so I big. mean, really? They had sex in a tiny Model T. I, I know. Mean, Seriously, they were in the backseat of a Model T, and they couldn't fit on that goddamn door? It's ridiculous, Chuck. It made no sense. Oh, come on. Totally, you know, tanks the whole movie's credibility. <laughs> Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. 
It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. The Hyundai Santa Fe becomes available early 2024. So get on it now before all the good camping sites are full. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple. 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Ready to bring some spring vibes indoors? Bare Premium Plus Paint is here to make it happen. And it's starting at only $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. Picture your kitchen coming to life by adding a pop of blue with the bare exclusive color Arrowhead Lake. And let's not forget your living room. Picture it drenched in the lush, verdant tones of Amazon jungle, breathing new life into your space with every glance. Head into your bathroom and let the cool breeze of sea glass wash away all your stress. And when the morning sun peeks through your bedroom window, Feel the warmth and comfort of a spring sunrise with shades like coral cloud and dark crimson. Whatever your inspiration, start your spring with a durable finish that resists dirt and grime to last all season. And let your creativity bloom with Bare Premium Plus paint, starting at just $28.98 a gallon at The Home Depot. How doers get more done. Uh, Liam Isaacson says, Stephen Colbert and Monsters vs. Aliens. Uh, Here's one of the lines. I didn't see that movie, but this is pretty funny. Okay, someone set the terror level to code brown because I need to change my pants. (laughs) (laughs) That's cute. Brown is in poop, Noel. Yeah, I got it. My last name is Brown, okay? I get it. (laughs) Did you ever get that? Yeah. Really? Poopy pants brown. Yeah. Old, old brown, brown. Old brown town. The brown sound. You know, yeah, no, not really. I'm making all these up myself, well, but did you really get teased or are you just making? No, all that? no, 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 yeah. not really. Well, brown is uh ween says, uh, uses the word brown as a positive. It's it's sort of the vibe of being ween like, you yeah, know, it's like, brown. yeah, I love it. Paint like the town it brown. Mm-hmm. I watched an episode, uh, Matt Sweeney, uh, you know, the guitarist Matt Sweeney. Of course. He has a show called noisy on YouTube that he did for a while. He may still be doing it. Well, but, no, it's noisy is the, I thought noisy was, oh, was like that a the, larger thing. It's a vice thing. And he just does this thing where he, he plays guitar with other cool guitarists and oh, okay. chats about it. Yeah. Yeah. I saw his I, one with uh, Dean. It's really good. It was great. Yes. That one is great because he talks a lot. He gets really into like, you know, drug addiction and stuff. And they talk about like how, you know, they were high on Percocet all the time and this little farm <laughs> out in Pennsylvania and shit. Like, I mean, really gets heavy. Um, Dean is such a great guitarist and okay. very underrated, under, underrated. Yeah, he's great. He's fucking phenomenal. And I don't think people realize until, uh, till you, well, seeing him in live certainly helps. He's, he's amazing. I've been to New Hope, Pennsylvania. I've hung out there and all. So it's sort of a little bedroom community, like outside of Philly, or where, yeah, where is just it? A, it's just one of the little small, uh, you know, Philadelphia or Pennsylvania and New Jersey um, 
are sort of famous for these little small townships and and hamlets. And New Hope is just one. It's on a river. It's very lovely, very slow and small town. And uh, I went there and I went to the record store to buy a record and fucking Gene Ween was working behind the counter the day I went in there. Chuck, I am pretty sure we just got an email for stuff that I want you to know from John Ham, but my uh, my my computer is glitching right now and I can't get the email to open. But he spells his name J O N H A M M. That's a pretty unusual spelling and a pretty unusual name. What do you think? You well, think he's the real John Ham? I would I'm, love that. I'm going to read a few more of these and tell me if that email comes up. Pre-read it, and if you can read it on the air, then goddamn, please do so. All right, so I'm going to let you do that. I'm going to read a few more yeah. of these. Uh, Carly Marie Espy says, vote for Dave. He had this ability uh, to see through the pol- uh, political bullshit and do the right thing. Yeah, she's talking about the movie Dave. I think that was Kevin Kline. Uh, Courtney Hoover says the American president, uh, Michael Douglas, and then followed closely by Kevin Kline's Dave. That's because they're likable dudes in real life. Uh, Lauren Duke says Jordan Peele makes a great president. Uh, especially with his anger translator, Luthor. Oh, that was great on uh, on Key and Peele. Yeah, that's a really good sketch. Uh, Richard C. Anderson says, Robin Williams in Man of the Year. He wasn't about political parties. He had a sense of humor and a level head. Uh, Robert Paulson, our old friend, says, President Merkin Muffley, uh, because it would be entertaining. <laughs> um, Terry Crews from Idiocracy again. That's from Julio Quesada, one of our old friends. Uh, Tyler King also says Terry Crews. I haven't seen that in a while. I forgot he was in that. Uh, let me see here. Uh, Marios Alexander Rotside's old pal says uh, Harrison Ford in Air Force One because, well, Harrison Ford. Another get vote. off my plane. <laughs> Another vote That's for- sort of the precursor to get off my lawn. The only answer is get off my plane. <laughs> Another vote for Bill Pullman from Nick Kelly. Uh, have you read that email yet, Noel? I'm trying, dude. It can't possibly be him. There's no way. It's too good. It's too good to be true. Hey, it's possible. I've met the man. I know. I know. I've actually my buddy of mine. uh, He's apparently really good friends with somebody who owns Eight Arm, that really cool restaurant near the uh, office. Um, And he he hangs out there a lot when uh, when he's in town. Or no, no, not not Eight Arm. It's um, the Book House, the Book House pub over there. Yeah, he hangs out there. Ponce. Apparently, he hangs out there. Oh boy, when am I going to get John Hamm on the show? Uh, let me see. Uh, Kelly Cutchin Tally says President David Palmer from 24. He's great in a crisis. Boy, everyone I'll, loves Martin Sheen. That would have been my second choice, actually. Dennis Haysbert in 24. He was oh, awesome. That's right. I watched Dennis the first Haysbert. season of that. That was good stuff. It was a cool idea. It was like, you know, obviously it wasn't truly real time. They took some liberties with that, but they did a good job to keep it, keep the clock ticking and yeah. make the stakes really palpable. You know, I thought it was a it was a really good show. I totally agree. I enjoyed that. And that was before the big explosion of the best TV ever. So it seemed like the best TV ever. You know? It did at the time. And people <laughs> lost their shit for that first season of that show. Plus, no, it it was it really was the early days of like movie stars making the leap to TV. If you think about it, you know, Kiefer Sutherland, that was a big It was get. one of the first ones for sure. Yeah, yeah. Because it used to be there were TV stars and there were movie stars and never the twain shall meet. Yeah, that's know? true. And the, and the TV, uh, the TV people said, all right. You can come in, but you're not allowed to stay. And you know what they did? They stayed. <laughs> they stayed. <laughs> they invited them in. You never invite them in. And you don't invite them in vampire rules. All right. We're going to finish up here with uh, old friend J.J. Verbino. He says, uh, Debo or Debo from Fifth Element. Tiny Lister. 
All right. That's it. Those are the presidents and all. Did you get that email open? You know, I'm Mike. I'm having email troubles. Uh, surely it's not. It's not the the ham. Have you seen that episode of <laughs> Toast of London where he becomes obsessed with John Ham? No, I haven't. Oh, have you seen Toast of London, Chuck? I have not. Oh God, it's on Netflix and it's delightful. It's got Matt Berry. You know Matt Berry, right? I do not. Matt Berry is this uh re- this Renaissance man, a British comedian slash musician. He has actually several amazing uh, albums that are like not comedy albums, and he's um he's in the new season of uh, oh, What yeah. We Do in the Shadows. Yep, yep, yep. I know uh, that guy. Big booming voice, you know. Uh-huh. He plays this has been actor named Stephen Toast in uh, London, and um, it's a very tongue in cheek kind of like uh, absurdist kind of you know that British humor. And uh, there's an episode where he becomes obsessed with John Hamm, and it's called <laughs> Ham on Toast. It's the name of the episode. Uh, I couldn't recommend funny. it highly enough. I think you would absolutely love the show. Yeah, he's terrific. You love those uh, those British shows, Noel. I like it. I very much do. All right. We're going to finish up then today, everyone. Uh, thank you for your uh, presidential uh, input. And stay safe, be kind to one another, and be careful. Chuck and Noel signing off. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell, host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This is Amy Brown from Four Things with Amy Brown. Today, Healthier is happening at CVS Health in more ways than you've ever seen. It's wellness destinations for seniors, including select locations with Oak Street Health and CVS Pharmacy. It's doctors, nurses, pharmacists, and everyone in between offering quality care and support virtually, in person, and on the phone. It's in-home evaluations through Signify Health and meeting mental health needs through Aetna. And those are just a few of the ways that Healthier is happening. To see more, visit cvshealth.com slash healthier happens together. CVS Pharmacy, Oak Street Health, CVS Specialty, Signify Health, and Aetna are part of CVS Health. Eligibility and services vary by location and individual. This is Holly Fry from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander. With seating for up to eight passengers and available panoramic moonroof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with the whole family. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota. Let's go places.